my name is Matt Connor, host of a brand new podcast, Call It Good, which is an exploration of creativity, rest, and reflection. And it all stems from my own insecurity. Let me tell you about it. I just saw it in my seven-year-old son, so I'm just going to go ahead and assume that you struggle with it too. Elliot had just finished drawing something involving a dragon, some fire, and copious amounts of ninjas, of course. He was so proud of the colors and the vivid imagery that he raced over to show me when he was finished. He was beaming and proceeded to name all the players involved. Man, that looks awesome. I love those flames, I said, atop his running commentary of, and then that's an ice shield that the ninja can use to block the... You get the idea. Just a few minutes later, we had close friends coming over. We see them every week, and my son calls them aunt and uncle. They're also his godparents. In other words, they aren't strangers. Yet when I brought up the idea of showing them his brand new drawing, my son's entire demeanor changed. He turned his face downward and kicked awkwardly at nothing in particular on the floor. He mumbled something unintelligible and then said he wanted to just go and watch TV. It was as if he'd just been scolded. I was watching the pain of the reveal. Now let me sit another quick scene. Not long ago, I was chatting with a musician when the conversation took a sudden turn from just another interview to something I couldn't shake. His words to me were, quote, I knew it was great. At the time, I was talking with a singer-songwriter about his latest album, and I do this frequently. As a journalist, I've spent the last two decades interviewing upwards of, I don't know, 2,000 subjects. Musicians and poets, directors and actors, authors and athletes. In those conversations, it's a very rare occurrence for someone to completely own the excellence of their work at least in a way that feels healthy and balanced. The artist was discussing the merits of a new song he'd just written. He knew it was brilliant. He'd written so many songs before, most of which had fallen short in some way. So when inspiration struck, when the muse had handed him something truly exceptional, he had no problem admitting as much. Both of these scenes happened within days of each other, and both remained for me for quite some time. The first scene, the one with my son, it felt so familiar. I look at the floor any time it comes to revealing my own creative work, yet it was so painful seeing my own son exhibit the same posture. I so desperately wanted his joy for the work to be a shared joy, for him to continue to tell anyone and everyone about that fiery dragon and the dangerous ninja clan. Meanwhile, the second scene, the one with the confident artist, it felt so foreign to me. I was envious, but it wasn't of his ability to craft something excellent. I was jealous of his ability to own it, for his freedom felt to share the beauty of his work, the same traits I longed for for my son. I don't think I'm alone in this. I would bet that most of us feel this way at times, maybe most of the time. Most creative persons with whom I've spoken are often reserved about their work, even though the interviews themselves are meant to be vehicles of promotion. As the creator, the interviewee will often deflect or say something self-deprecating to keep from calling it good. I understand this tendency well. 
I'm a lifelong expert in shrugging off compliments and hesitating before sharing anything. The vulnerability required is often too great of a hurdle to overcome. It took me seven full years before I pulled the trigger on my first podcast, simply because I was too fearful to put something out with my own name attached to it. But here's the thing. Alongside my work as a journalist, I've also served as a teaching pastor in various Christian communities for most of my vocational life. In that time, one major theme I've tried to impress is that we, as created beings, were created in the image of a creator. Our identity as humans is rooted in being co-creators and participating alongside the work of the Spirit, who is, even still, hovering over that which is dark, that which does not exist, that which is a void, in order to bring forth something beautiful. Most of us have no problem with this, that the Genesis narrative presents a poetic model for us to follow. However, it's this last section in the cycle of creation that stumps most of us. Even if we can wrap our minds around what it means to create just as we were created, it's this closing reflection that trips us up. The creation narrative we've been handed over the centuries involves more than just creating something. It also includes the hanging of an unseen banner over it. It's hanging over all of us as created beings. It calls us good. After living with these two competing scenes, the one with my embarrassed son and the confident musician, an idea emerged to explore this reticence further. Introducing Call It Good, a new short series podcast from The Rabbit Room that will expand on this idea. What does it mean for something to be good in the first place? What's behind our hesitancy to extol the beauty of the work of our own hands? And what is lost when we hide what has been created in the name of humility? Call It Good will feature a diverse set of creators who will open up about their own work and their ability or inability to call it good. Our hope is that this series of intimate conversations will provide vulnerable yet trusted companions for you to do the same, to begin to listen to what the Spirit might ask you to bring forth and that you can complete the cycle of creating by resting and reflecting and then sharing it joyfully for the rest of us. Welcome to Call It Good.